Welcome to Two Geek Debate, where whoo, I'm hot today. We are your hosts, Justin and Bob. And yeah, ready for this shit? Wait, I thought we were talking about Godzilla. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the one with Kick-Ass and Scarlet Witch? I'm right with you, man. I feel that hatred you have for that one. No. Godzilla vs. Kong is the first Godzilla movie I fucking hate. Okay, I haven't seen it, so I'm... But here, I'm going to give you a warning, though. You fucking hated uh, Sister of yeah. Chucky. I, I, Sister of Chucky. Whatever it was. The what, new the Chucky reboot, Whatever the yeah. Chucky was, you described it, and I couldn't wait to see yeah, it. Yeah, I know. And I forget, there was something else, some other movie you described, and I'm like, hell Probably. yeah, I got to watch that. Yeah. So this, whatever this you describe, be. I'm going to end up loving it, because I haven't seen it, but Sunday I'm going to have to be the, it'll be the first thing I watch. <laughs> okay, so... The the continuity that that they've been creating at Legendary for Godzilla and Kong is Godzilla's a thick boy. He he fat. Yeah. So ev so the uh, Godzilla twenty fourteen and then King of the Monsters. He has just been this fat, lumbering, slow moving, destructive force. Very reminiscent of like the early Godzilla movies where it was the suit and they didn't want to risk tearing it, so he would just slowly walk through the the mock city. Yeah, because he didn't have to. He was powerful yeah. enough he could just walk through and do whatever yeah. the fuck he wanted. So they've set that up for two movies now that Godzilla is slow. He's ground-based. He doesn't jump. He's not like the, the 80s era Godzilla where he'll turn around and fly oh, he away. He doesn't do the flying kick? I love no, that. No, he doesn't do that. That's fucking awesome, though. Is that in this movie? No. Oh. No. It, but they have fucking fat, thick fuck Godzilla jumping, running... And doing all this shit that he has, to date, not been shown to fucking do. Okay, well, first of all, I don't know who he fights in the second movie because I'll have to watch. I'm watching that. Oh, Godzilla King of the Monsters is basically just a remake of Godzilla King of the Monsters or um, All Out. All Monster I know is Islands. from that first awful kick-ass one, um, and I, I quoted the movie, not the fact that I liked it. Eh, he didn't have to put much effort with those guys. They were just walking cockroaches. Who cares? So well, no, and so when he monster, fights Gehindra in the second one? Uh, it's Ghidorah, Rodan. Ghidorah. I had the G right. Yeah, Ghidorah, Rodan, and there's some more of the Mudos in there, the the ones from the first movie. Yeah. But they go down pretty quickly because you have technically four alphas running around. But did they ever break a sweat with him? Like, did he ever break a sweat? Like I mean, that, yeah, it's it's a hall, it's a hall, uh, just like in the traditional Godzilla movies, the first fight, Godzilla gets his ass kicked. Then he comes back. He's like, okay, I've fucking learned. Typical hero bullshit. The hero's journey, you get your ass kicked, you learn, you you come back stronger than before, kick some ass, game yeah. over. There was threats in that movie. Like, even from the human aspect of it, Ghidorah was a fucking threat. Well, let me ask you this. In the King Kong movie, is it just them against each other, or do they do that typical hero bullshit okay. where they fight each other and then they have to team together to fight Mecha Godzilla and Mecha Kong? Okay, so Mecha Kong's not in this because... Uh, the rights to Mecha Kong are not owned by Universal or Legendary or anyone like that. It's a, it's a someone else owns the rights to Mecha Kong. Who? Why can't it be the rich dude in Japan that just buys all the rights and puts them all together? <laughs> buy Gamora, buy buy well, Mecha Kong, buy them all, all put them all, all together. All the Toho monsters are together. Well, then Mecha Kong was not a Toho monster. Then buy that shit. Disney, that's what Disney does. Yeah, oh, but you Disney, got a uh, yeah. But what, what's Disney, that over the Avatar? Yeah, come on, come so, on over. So, well, yeah. Eh, don't get me going on Avatar. No, but I'm just saying. Yeah, 
not a spot to do with Disney. Well, that's just it. But though. they said, screw Disney, it, I like it. Disney doesn't own Avatar. James Cameron does. They just threw well, a bunch okay, of money well, the at him to make is more. The better yeah. one. They didn't yeah, own Spider Man, well, but now they do. Eh. Oh, they own everything but the movie rights. Yeah. They have everything but the movie rights, and there's like one or two other properties that they don't have the movie rights for. Like, I think uh, Man Thing's one of them that they don't cool. have the rights for. They need to buy that just to remake that one. <laughs> but anyway, to go back to the, so, to yeah, the monsters. The Godzilla and Kong. Yeah. Okay, so I swear somebody in the fucking writer's room for this movie wrote for DC movies. Because when when people talk about Batman v Superman, what's the one part everybody fucking hates? Oh, the Martha scene. Yes, where you got fucking um, Superman standing on Bruce's chest with his fucking foot on him. And right at that last minute, he goes, save Martha. Dude, they fucking took shot for shot that fucking scene for what Godzilla Kong, versus what is, Kong. Oh, wait, you mean Kong can speak? No. Well, he can sign language. Okay. I, okay. No, wait, hang on. Well, the, no, the no, no, no. I'm sorry. I share your distaste for this movie now. No. Because okay. that's bullshit. How, Who's no. going to teach a 50-foot Kong to sign language? The last surviving Iwi girl. She befriends Kong. Kong, in every iteration, except for the shitty 70s movies. Hey, was, Jeff Bridges was great, sir. He was great, but those movies still sucked. No. No, those movies are fucking garbage. In every Kong movie, except for the 70s, Kong is a protector, whether it be of Skull Island. Or no, he's always the, just been a horny guy. No. He saved the sacrifice, uh, the, the, the woman, whoever the, whatever her name was in continuity, and everyone, we're sorry if you could hear car honking in the background. Oh, that's not mine. Um, someone's alarm went off. So when he took her, she, he, he, she was meant as a sacrifice, but he kept her because he felt pity for her. And he befriended her. He, it wasn't a love interest. It was, like, I know they tried to say, you know, oh, the love interest because Hollywood. No, it was he was protecting her because the people on Skull Island were trying to sacrifice her to the wildlife, namely Kong. But Kong took a shining to her. But there's no native girls. It is, it is assumed in the original in, movie that no, he ate those men. No, in Kong Skull Island, they go out of their way for John C. Riley to point out that the Iwi people, the people of Skull Island, yeah. look at Kong as a protector. The Kong species have protected their people for generations from the, the skull lizards. Oh, I thought he still ate somebody every once in a while. He ate... You know, fucking Sam Jackson. That's why Godzilla <laughs> protects Tokyo. No, Godzilla uh, only had four movies where he was a protector. Other than that, he is just a force of nature going against another force of nature, whether it be Hedera, Desetroya, Space Godzilla, whatever. Godzilla would only appear when there was another threat. And that's why they kind of uh, expanded on that in the legendary Godzillas, where he is one of the he is the Alpha Titan. He shows up when another Titan shows up to put it in its fucking place. Yeah, cities are going to get destroyed, nations are going to get destroyed, but Godzilla's just doing what Godzilla does naturally. Ah, okay. I always thought he was. I, I could have no, sworn God's, every time you had some little kid on the side going, "Go, go, Godzilla!" No, that was actually Gamera, the the turtle. Oh, well, Gamera was. We've already established that Gamera is a better monster anyway. No, in my in my defense, it is. How? As, as a kid, it's, it's fucking amazing. It's because, a flying fucking turtle. Yeah, they're shooting fire out of his leg. Gamera yeah. was written. Godzilla's okay until two thousand and three. Every Gamera movie was a kids' movie 
where he was the defender of all children. That was his subtitle at, to his name. He was Gamera. Yeah, and I'm watching when I was a children. kid, and he was defending me. Whereas Godzilla would just show up and eat people, Gamera would yeah. take that uh, playguard bully, grab him in his teeth, and just flame away with him. He's dead. That kid's dead. <laughs> that kid's on the moon now. Gamera was so popular, and you're going to hate this fact, that a baby Gamera is officially part of Dragon Ball. Okay. See, why you always got to drag <laughs> Dragon Ball into it? Nobody likes Dragon Ball, sir. But that's a little-known fact. Or Before... No. Be, oh, this is not Dragon Ball Z. This is the this is Dragon Ball, the original version when Goku and them are kids. Master Roshi, their teacher, has a flying has a pet Gamera, and that's how he would travel. He would sit on his back and just fucking spin as it does the Gamera spin. Why thing. didn't Gamera sue them? Because nobody. Or the guy who owned Gamera, because I know Gamera's not a real person. Because nobody owns the rights to Gamera. Well, then I want, why aren't we making a Gamera film? We technically could because there is no rights to Gamera. Wait, the, 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 original, the original company that owned the rights to Gamera went out of business. All the properties that they had went to another company. That company went out of business, so it went to a third company, and that company fucked up their paperwork so bad, they never, when they bought the acquisitions, bought the rights. So there's no rights holder for Gamera. Okay, so my question is now, would we get in trouble if we found a roadkill turtle and lit it on fire? Would Peter be after us for that? I mean, Peter would just it's because already dead. just because we're setting a dead turtle on fire. Well, you could call it a Viking funeral. No, people would come after us for that. No, uh, well, we'll just have to make some paper mache. But back to Godzilla vs Kong. Godzilla is now running, jumping. He's athletic. Okay, but no, which this, has never been shown in the legendary run. This is the same argument that he did for New Friday Thirteenth, Michael Bay. No, I like that they actually gave an explanation for how the fuck Michael suddenly appears places. Yeah, no, he's fucking no. hoofing it. The biggest thing, the biggest thing that anybody ever brought up in the entire movie is that there's a point where he, instead of just standing there killing somebody, he runs at him. Like, mm -hmm. just two feet. No, just, he just runs two feet. Yeah, and everybody freaked the fuck out. I'm like, he doesn't do that. He doesn't move. That's what it sounds like. Why can't Godzilla do all this stuff? He finally has a formidable okay, opponent. Okay, so see, OG. Fuck that space dragon. Now he's got the American Kong. OG Godzilla was agile. The Toho Godzilla, after the original ones, once they perfected the suit and didn't yeah. care anymore, he was athletic. There was the whole fucking... Uh, him doing the fucking jump dance where he was just fucking jumping in the air and clicking his heels together. There okay. was the whole turning. Stop, stop, stop at that. There was the whole jumping in the air, shooting his atomic breath, and flying the fuck away. Yeah, now that makes sense. That's what Thor does. Those were the same fucking movies. That's Thor. I, no, I, don't, I missed the clicking dance. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Like, he jumps around. He fucking moves. He's, he's somewhat athletic. I mean, suit limitations, obviously, in effect. But in this, the legend, the first two legendary movies showed he was not athletic at all. He was just a okay. lumbering no, titan. No, I got you on this one. Let's take it to real life. I'm 500 pounds right now. Uh -huh. They throw a lap ring on me. I lose 300 pounds. And I'm down to my felt 200 pounds. That's still you losing weight. I know. I, I, I could lose a little bit of weight. Godzilla is still the same size. He loses a couple tons, so now he can he jump around it. a little bit. He didn't. He's the same fucking size. Uh, you're supposed to notice that he... he he lost some pounds. No, he didn't. He did some training. No. He saw, he, he, he looked at, he said, oh my God, the no. American no, fuck Kong you. No, is coming. No, fuck you. No. Because that's, that's, he's American. He, he was adopted by John C. Riley. Because no. John C. Riley shows up in this, right? No. Come on, it was radioactive poop. He should be living. He should still be alive. Radioactive poop. The, the, Kong isn't radioactive. 
Well, there's radio. Somehow, then how did John C. Riley survive? It was the 70s, and he lived with the Ewok. No, I mean, people. how do you survive till now? He probably did. He's probably dead because no, Kong dead. Skull Island takes place in like the 60s or 70s. I know, but why couldn't they have brought him? This is 40 fucking years later. Why couldn't they later? brought like his grandson? John C. Bradley was one of the best parts of him and yeah, he was Samuel Jackson. At the very least, they should have had Samuel Jackson's grandson coming after Kong and them. Or at least tell me, okay, because somebody said, now even though I like this kid. From Stranger Things, the only kid I like, the one that could pop your head like eleven, a, yeah, yeah, Millie Bobby Brown. She's supposedly in this movie. Yes, she is was in she? Skull, she was in she was in King of Monsters too. Okay, well, so I haven't seen King of yeah. Monsters. Is she a better actor than She's Kick actually, Ass and Scarlet Witch? In and it, this is in King this of the Monsters before Division. In King of the Monsters, yeah. yes. In the new one, no. Nobody can fucking act in this new one. Everybody, all the acting ability fucking plummeted in this. They, they fucking. Well, you got, only got two names. They, you just have her and then the uh, the other guy. The um, I forget what the Japanese actor's name. He's in all three of them, isn't he? No, uh, Senizawa dies in King of Monsters. Oh, uh, you ruined it for me. I can't watch it. Now. Well, you've had fucking years to watch it. Uh, I was saving it up for uh-huh. the premiere. Actually, I was. I was saving it till the premiere. Well, that was two days ago, sir. Well, my premiere is Sunday because I'm <laughs> old and fat and I, I need my sleep. No, so I'm watching it and I was I'm I'm with it because it's pulling a lot of the old uh, Godzilla lore into it. They even did a little tongue-in-cheek reference to the original Godzilla versus Kong when Kong shoves the tree branch down Godzilla's throat. Yeah, they did that, but with instead of the tree, they used the axe. The axe actually does have a backstory to it, so it's not just like some random bullshit. He does not have a twenty-foot axe. Kong, yeah. Dude, that's been in all the fucking trailers. Okay, see, I... I in all I, the trailers, he's got the fucking axe. Oh, my God. You gotta remember, the Kong species are intelligent species. They're like most great apes. He made the axe? No. He learned how to his, smelt? His people... No, the axe is made out of is a bone with a Godzilla spike through it. It's one of Godzilla's Oh, it's just like a caveman spikes. axe. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking Paul Bunyan No, he's steel. not like fucking smelting. That's what I was thinking. Okay. No. Well, then that makes sense. That's a cool axe. Because yeah. so they, they continue on with the whole Hollow Earth thing. Whatever. I'm with it. Sci-fi. Whatever. Well, they explain that in DC Comics. It's a portal to another dimension. No, it's this not, is literally. It's not the actual center of the Earth. This is literally the center of the Earth is hollow. And it's an entire ecosystem for Titans. That's just another... You go through no. the Earth to get to no, that. No, because in the movie, and spoiler alert, Godzilla literally radioactive breaths his way from China, from Hong Kong to the fucking hollow Earth. Okay. So I'll it is it. literally part of Earth. Exactly. It's sci-fi, cool, I can get behind it, whatever. The The whole axe thing is the, the Kong species and the Godzilla species have been at war like since the dawn of time because they're both alphas. In, I want to say it's either the novelization of King of the Monsters or in a comic for Godzilla and King Kong. When in King of the Monsters, there's this big fight out of who is the alpha, King Ghidorah or Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And the alphas have like an, an alpha signal that they, like their roars are at a frequency that it's, that's saying, hey, I'm the fucking dominant one, bow or fight. Well, let me ask you this. Kong, before you ask, Kong yeah. actively can ignore those because he is also a true alpha. So when they're, when King Ghidorah and Godzilla are like doing the challenge roars and all that and all, like all the other titans are making their way to them, Kong's like, fuck you, I'm not leaving my island. He actively ignores the challenge. 
Oh, wait, is he in King of Monsters? Just like a cameo? No, that's why he's not in King of the Monsters. Oh, I thought maybe they just said cameo. Because him they were the, doing the... Like going, huh? No. Or something. No, they, they saved that for the novel. Is it the novelization of the comics, which are part of the canon. Oh, okay. And it's just Kong is just like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not leaving. Yeah. I'm a fucking king here. Yeah, he's smart. Yeah. Okay, so why does he leave the island this time? He's just going they, out for a swim and then he gets caught in a current and he's in San Francisco? Him, they force him to leave the island. To go to Antarctica because that's the last, that's the one known pathway they know of to get to the hollow earth. No, but who forces him to leave the island? Um, it's, I can't, it's like Ark or something like that. Like people? Yeah, people force him. Oh. So after the events of Kong Skull Island, um, Monarch goes to Skull Island and build one of the, and they basically build a dome over Kong's terrain. To keep him contained Wait, so he can't fuck so with nobody. So is John Goodman's twin? No. No, John Goodman's dead. I know his twin is, but no. there's no reason that Monarch can't have a quadruplet. Maybe they, maybe either one, they do cloning. What? No, or, they don't. Or there's such a thing as quadruplets. There could have been five yeah, there John is, Goodmans. but no, John Goodman's character is dead. He was an asshole in that movie. I know, but I want to see John. I want to see. He was the green piece asshole to, John, to Sam Jackson's fucking army asshole. I just don't want to see Eleven with hair. Is she the only one? Dude, she's in there for like 10 minutes. But there's got to be some kind of connecting to Skull Island. I want it to connect. Well, if you'd let me fucking finish. No. Because you always you start asking questions. None of the people, though, connect. You're, you keep interrupting me as I'm explaining with your questions, and I can't get to the... I'm answering all your questions before okay. you ever ask them. Well, i got to ask them because otherwise I'll forget them. But again, I will, I'm answering them okay. before you can even fucking ask them. So... Monarch sets up a, a huge dome around Kong's habitat. He's not happy with it, but he deals with it because he's like, hey, people are leaving me the fuck alone. Oh, some little people are here. They're fucking watching me, blah, blah, blah. But the Iwis are safe for now. The storm over the, the storm that surrounds Skull Island that's always been part of the lore um, takes over the island, like kills all the Iwi people except for one lone girl. Monarch, one of the directors of Monarch for the base, take her in to raise her because orphan girl. Yeah. She's deaf, but she's taught sign language. But because she's an Iwi, Kong trusted the Iwi people. So they already have that bond because that's what Kong did. He protected the Iwis, and this is the last of the Iwis. So she's teaching him sign language in secret when, you know, no one's, like, observing him. She'll, like, run out and, like, talking to Kong, this, that, the other, and gain that trust. And, like, it's a big shock to everyone because everyone's, like, been trying to, to do it because in the real world we can speak with um, primates if we teach them sign language. They understand it. The whole famous gorilla Coco de Gorilla who befriended Robin Williams and Mr. Rogers. Yeah, from Congo. No, well, that was a different thing that was actually based on Coco yeah, de Gorilla. So everyone's, like, in shock when they find out that during the storm when they're transporting Kong, she goes out there and she calms him by talking to him in sign language. And the, her adoptive mother, the person from Monarch, she's like, the fuck? I've been trying to talk to this big fucker for, for years, and he's never fucking responded. Well, let me say this. I am glad that it's finally, he's just protecting a little girl mm -hmm. instead of being, he's thinking he's going to get some from a blonde woman. No, it's never been he thought he was going to get some from a blonde the, woman. Uh, I have Jessica Lange one? I yes. have seen every iteration of fucking Kong no. ever. The very first one? never a love interest. Very No, very first one, the quote is, it's love that killed the beast. And then the Jessica Lange love one with Jeff Bridges? does not mean sexual love. 
I won't. I you won't. can fall in love with people and it not be sexual. No, sir. Yes. Not if I'm a 50 foot eight and I find a six year. If I see a six inch blonde woman and she's hot, if I find a six inch something Hayek, I'm going to fall in love with her. It's I know. Because we, you're a fucking human. Uh, the, the point is, in the first one, it seems like he's got a love thing for the blonde woman. Yeah, it's called the he Jeff formed Bridges a bond one, to And the Jeff Bridges one, yeah, he the actually, one that sucks. He rips off her dress. Yeah, because that one was all that that, that movie was completely fucked up. No, all it, the fucking seventies. It, it had good special effects. No, it didn't. It didn't. No, that was a great column because it was fucking. No, it was no, a practical that was a effect. Terrible. That it was, was practical a fifty effect. foot column they built. No, no, they did. Yeah, for one for one segment. No, they kept on reusing. Trust me, it, it was real life. Yeah. That was a real Kong hand coming at you. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. It was also the not a fifty foot one, but you still had the fucking claymation Kong. No, even in the original, that was a big ass Kong hand they made. It couldn't grab anything, but that's why they switched it to where she was like really shittily like. Yeah. Ah, but it was still a big ass hand coming in. And He's I forget about Peter fingers. Jackson, but I think he had to think for her too. No, no, again, that was more of like the same bond that like Coco had with her trainers and with Robin Williams and Mister Rogers. It was a love. But not oh, sexual love. Like I she loved. Rob- she wept when Mister Rogers died. I got you on this one. Okay, I'll give you the whole Eloy uh, people that he loves in Skull mm-hmm. Island. Whatever Eloy, Time Machine, Warlocks, whatever. The point is, in the first ones, why did the natives put the blonde girl up there? Because in the original Kongs, yeah. not the legendary Kong. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you like in the originals. Now. It's because. Thanks to stupid ass Americans, anybody who's not American back in the 20s when this movie was made, well, 20s, 30s, I think it was like 32 the original Kong was made, they, if you weren't an American, you were a savage. And what were savages, I'm using air quotes for those who don't see the video, known for human sacrifice. But no, I'm saying. Especially of strangers. But why? Okay, but you were saying no. But you were saying they. Pro- so it's only legendary that he protects people. I don't. In the original thirty-two, that's why he didn't kill her. He actually went out of his way to protect. He her. He didn't kill her because she was blind. I'm saying no, the natives. No, he didn't. He because if he wasn't kill killing her, the natives, then why wa- did they? Why did they substitute? Because they the didn't blonde know. Girl? They don't know that he's not killing them. Oh, I don't. You never see any of those women again. You don't because you don't know what their time frame is for when they offer a sacrifice to Kong. Those people oh, okay. could have gone out. Kong goes out to hunt for something. I'm going to have to rewatch giant it. Snakes comes I, in and grabs I picked them. up none of that context. I, I thought he was eating them from no. the get-go. And the only reason he eat her is because she was blonde. Nope. No, he didn't eat her because, like everything else, he's a primate. Primates are social creatures. If he is the only one of his kind, he meets something that can't harm him. Hey, look, you're a pet. I'm going to do your little puppy to me. Yeah. And then when she showed him kindness in return after she was scared shitless... They started know, even, bonding, even, and then he protected her from literally everything on the island. Even as a kid, I thought it was skeevy. So I don't know. <laughs> From the very beginning, it's really it's not skeevy because you got to remember, we Americans don't associate love with anything other than sex. That's all there is to it. Sir. No, it's not. We as Americans are so skewed and so fucking dampened to the many facets of what love For is. For example, I like you. Yeah, I'm never gonna love you. Sorry. See, again, because you're associating love with exactly. fucking or sex. Exactly. No, so I, I, I will extremely like you. You are one of my best friends my and days. I love you. No, no with the loving. I don't. I, I'm flattered. 
But again, it's no not, I'm saying I love you. I'm not saying, hey, let's go hey. get dinner and meet back at your place. No. I'm not saying I want to fuck you. I'm just saying that, that's what love spells to me, sir. Well, then they're, you're... Then why are they both four-letter words? Hate is a four-letter four word, too. Well, yeah, but a lot hate, of people hate fuck. Yeah, but hate is usually just guys that can't get in any, and they uh, take it out on other people. That's, that's what happened with Hitler. <laughs> couldn't get any, so he... Well, no, he couldn't sell his paintings. That's a whole nother but thing. But anywho... Anyway, get back to the, so what we were trying Kong, to talk about. Stop tanging this. Kong is, is, wants to protect the girl, blah, blah, blah. That's why they use her to kind of get him to the Antarctic base. Midway, that's where you see the trailers where they're like on the ships and Kong's fighting Godzilla on the boats. I watched one trailer and I barely remember any, but other than they, the first trailer they has, do this slow motion punch for some reason. It, it was slow motion for the trailer, but in the actual movie, they actually do slug it out a little bit. Um... Like, you have Kong hits first. Well, Godzilla comes up with the swim-up headbutt. Then Kong punches him. Godzilla punches him oh. back, and then he throws him off the boat. Okay, why were they fighting? Other than they're just alphas? They're two alphas. But did in, they... King, in King of the Monsters, they explain that in in a, the case of Titans, you have alphas and then everything else. Any Titan can technically be an alpha, but Godzilla has been the alpha for centuries because the Kongs... When they came up to the surface from the hollow earth, they're like, fuck it. We got this cool little land that's ours. Oh, we got these people that are fucking cool as shit. They worship us. Cool. They, they, they give us cool little things. We're going to protect them. Oh, fuck. Here's these creepy skull lizard things. Let's fucking kick their asses. So is there a third monster that they have to fight? Or is it just it's them duking it out? It's Mechagodzilla. It is Mechagodzilla? Fuck That yeah. was ruined in the first trailer. No, I didn't see that shit. Because they obscured I it. I would have been talking about that for the last year. But here's the thing. I love all the versions of Mechagodzilla that have been, that I've seen. Like, I still have to finish the other two Netflix animated uh, Godzilla movies. Yeah. Because Me- there's a Mechagodzilla in that one, but I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, that's where I learned that there were aliens or something made them. Yeah. But normally, so the, the Godzilla, that, or the Mechagodzilla that everyone loves is Kiryu. It actually has a code name. It's Kiryu. And it's a semi-sentient mecca because it's built around the skeleton of the original gods of the, the yeah, dead gods telling me that yeah so when they connected all the the sci-fi mumbo jumbo techno pathways so that it can be controlled remotely it kind of brought back some of the actual essence of the the dead godzilla and it can take control like the the OG for that era, Godzilla can literally just take control of the robot and start fighting on its own, which was fucking awesome. Because after a while, the pilot of the jet that can fuse with Mechagodzilla, kind of Power Ranger style, like attaches to the back and acts as the gunner. Yeah. They formed kind of a symbiotic relationship going, hey, if we work together, we can defeat, you know, whatever. I can't remember which of the monsters it was for the Kiryu fight where they kind of meshed and gelled and were like, hey, I'll let you fight. But we got to work together. I'll watch your back. You do the main the main workload. But in this one, they started going that route. Except instead of it being another Godzilla that they found, it's one of the heads of Ghidorah. Well, two of the heads. They have the one head that's the control room where they have the neural pathways set up. And then they lead into Mecha Godzilla, where another one of the heads is like the basis inside the, the skull. And they're using the power source from the hollow earth to power it. It's mumbo-jumbo bullshit. But I'm like, all right, cool. I can buy it, whatever. Techno-babble bullshit Star Trek Did it look cool? It. 
At least it does until it starts moving on its own. Like I was, I was getting behind the design because it literally just looks like the legendary Godzilla, but as a robot. You know, it's got like you can like spin its arms like you would expect a robot to be able to do. Uh, it has to like power up and like parts start moving as it powers up. So it's kind of cool. It's the laser breath. You see, it's like a turbine powering up uh, with like whatever electronics they're using to shoot a laser beam. It's fucking pretty cool looking until it gains its own sentience of King Ghidorah. Well, that makes sense. Uh, it, it that does, actually pulls from. It does. Can you tell me Godzilla woke up? It does, it but it doesn't because God, the, the OG Godzilla could only take over if the electronics got fried. Like, yeah, they kind of did that in this, but it was like a but bullshit wait, isn't way. Ghidorah doesn't have three heads? He did, but King, King Ghidorah in the legendary universe is dead. Godzilla killed him at the end of King of Monsters. But I'm saying you put the two heads together, it just made a third one. No, no, no. You have the one head that's inside the control room for, King, for Mechagodzilla. Yeah. The second one is inside... Mechagodzilla. So only two of the three heads are being used. We don't know where the third one is. So what caused it to uh, become King Ghidorah? The energy source from the Hollow Earth being transferred into Mechagodzilla to fully power because they can only achieve 40% with man-made power. The power from the Hollow Hollow Earth charged up to 100%, blew all the circuitry, blew out the remote, uh, deep-fried Serizawa's kid who was controlling Mechagodzilla, and then it went on a rampage. It's like, hey, fuck you. And because it was King Ghidorah, you put two and two together. King Ghidorah's back, but in Mechagodzilla. And then it's doing like all this. And then that's when it breaks like the tenets of, of believability. Because you have this multi-ton, like tens of tons of robot. Jumping off buildings, doing backflips, doing this, doing that, just doing but all this like magic, superhero isn't he? shit. If he's got a magic power source, it's not magic. It's a, it's a, it's a MacGuffin power source. But it's still you have to somewhat be in the realms of physics of how are you fucking lifting tens of tons for a jump? Like some of it is rocket assisted because he's got jet boosters in him. But even that's only gonna do so much. But wait, if if it regenerated him, is he count? He's not regenerated. He, well, he's a ghost it or just, something, right? It, it basically just reawakened sentience, essentially. It's Mechagodzilla with the reawakened sentience of King Ghidorah, essentially. Yeah. And that's how they even did it with um, the Kiryu Mechagodzilla. It was just the sentience of Godzilla reawakened. Honestly, I would never even. This this goes back to the doomsday discussion. Why aren't the tires <laughs> rotted? Where the gasoline come from? I never well, asked no, those stuff questions. like that. It's like the, the the doomsday thing is me going out of my way to go. Why is this bullshit happening? No, but what I'm saying but is on this, my side, I that never even entered my mind. I don't care where the tires came. They're magical gnome tires. Who gives a shit? <laughs> so I'd be. I, I'm going to be watching. Uh, not King of the Monsters. What is it called? Godzilla vs. Kong? Yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong. God, I'm going to watch Godzilla vs. Kong. And like I said, up until... Even with you telling me about it, I'm still going to watch it and love it. I liked. I was liking it. I was in it. Yeah. Until they got to the Kiryu fight. Or I keep calling it Kiryu. The, the Mechagodzilla fight. Yeah. Because they pull the same fucking bullshit that they pull for every fucking team-up movie ever. All right. Godzilla kicks the fuck out of Kong. Cool. Now, as far as Godzilla vs. Kong goes, there's one, they're one and one. The original one, Kong won, just fucked off. This one, Godzilla definitively won. He fucked off. Like, King Kong was actively dying. Yeah. They restart his heart. The little Iwi girl's there. She gets his attention. She goes, Godzilla's not your enemy. 
You don't have to fight him. That's your enemy. And just points to Mechagodzilla beating the fuck out of Godzilla, which happens. And then it's the st- it's fucking Batman v Superman all over again. Oh no, you can blame Mar- that's Marvel Comics that that first started that. No, that was no, a, that Mar- was a no, thing well beforehand. No. Marvel Comics because when DC did their meeting the heroes, they usually just hey, you're Batman, I'm Superman, that's great, let's team up. But then Marvel, when they started, always did what's called the rooftop fight, where all of a sudden uh, Spider Man comes up on this shadowy figure on the roof. And then they fight and they battle. And then after about uh, five or six pages of battling, then they realize, wait, is that you? And then Spider-Man goes, yeah, it's me. Is that you? Who, to everybody's fighting. And then they go, you know what? Why are we fighting? Marvel is famous for that. Yeah, but that's Every in time comics. In, in Keep here, that shit out of my fucking monster movie. I'm saying you can blame... Uh, Marvel Comics for doing that because they were famous for the rooftop that, fight. That's fine for in the comic world, but the ones that brought it to the goddamn cinema is fucking Warner Brothers in DC. Name one instance of that bullshit in cinema before Batman v Superman. Oh, this pl- that shit's been around since the sixties. People are fighting back and forth. Okay, uh, Avengers. The Avengers weren't fighting. Each- oh, that Hulk. Was- Hulk fights everybody. Hulk was fighting everybody, and then at the end... That's Hulk, though. No, but then they realized... It'd be different if... Now, okay. Why did Hulk stop fighting the Avengers? In Avengers? Yeah. Because he was getting his ass beat, and he was like, oh, I guess we No, Thor was getting his ass beat. Yeah, Thor was... Everyone was getting their ass beat. I forget what it was. They saw Loki, and they figured out that Loki was doing it all, and Hulk said, uh, which is his version of my bad, and then they went off to fight the uh, alien roaches. The alien roaches. But that have, took place before Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, but that wasn't, uh, oh, we don't know who each other are. or It's not, oh, we're just now meeting. We're just going to fight, fight, fight. Oh, here's a big bad. No, Loki's been yeah. there since fucking Thor 1. Fucking Iron Man knew that shit was going on at the fucking tower. But I'm saying it, it's a trope at this point of the heroes battle each other yeah but hulk fights everybody it, okay they, the, least, I will, the only one i will give you is when they're setting up when iron man and thor are fighting because they don't know about thor blah 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 blah, blah and they get they're going after loki and then thor's like you know hey that's my fucking brother don't touch him and iron man's like go fuck yourself i'll do what i want and they start fighting i'll give you that one but they're fighting over the same guy all i know is usually what happened in the comics and they, they transferred into again, movies. I'll, gra- I'll grant you, fucking it, it, comics it went, it went in the movies, even even before the comic movies. Just, there's tons of movies where you can see the two people fighting each other, realize who they are. Well, then whoever and the then first one was to do it in cinema can eat my ass. Well, I don't know who the first one was. But at least, they, give them this, at least they didn't do, because the tenet of the fight is one guy fights the other, and it's a stalemate, like one wins, and then the other one wins, and then no, they No, they realize. did that at first. At first, Kong uh, won, well, then, then Godzilla won. Well, then I can't help you then. They, and uh, then after Godzilla won and was getting ready to walk away, here comes the Mecha uh, Godzilla. I got it. DC for years has tried to be, be Marvel. So this is a DC, technically, Warner Brothers is DC. Yep. It's a DC movie trying to be a Marvel comics. That's fine. There you go. That's why. Uh, whatever. Did. I'll give you that argument. I'm just tired. Get that shit out of my monster movies. Like, I knew that's where it was going to go because I knew it was going to be one of the Mechas that they were going to have to fight. At least... Tell me this. When Kong got up, was he going like this? No. Oh, fuck. I wanted him to do a whole COVID thing. He's lying there dying. <laughs> I wanted him to rip off his shirt 
come up and do the the thing. I, as as Mechagodzilla was hitting him, Kong was just like, and then kicked his ass. No, like okay. So what pulled what ultimately pulled me out of the movie was when the the Mechagodzilla fight started, and all of a sudden Godzilla's like super athletic. Now he was kind of athletic in the versus Kong thing, but they were I, they were kind of maybe trying to even out like how they would fight because apes generally do have the more more ed, more agility to it. Like they'd be jumping up and off the buildings and shit if they were you know as big as fucking Godzilla or King Kong. But it's like all of a sudden he's like jumping up, grabbing on fucking Mechagodzilla, this that the other, blah blah blah. Kong gets up, he's doing his monkey shit, and then Kong ultimately. Wins the fight with the the axe because the axe because it's a Godzilla scale like mm-hmm. it's one of the, the dorsal fins yeah is powered like in the the one trailer when they show him with the axe he's like charging at Godzilla with it Godzilla shoots the breath Kong blocks it with the axe because it's that's oh it absorbs his power it absorbs the because yeah. that's how the scales work that, as he's that powering makes, up that like a, makes I accept yeah. that and now that but, I know that it's not a man made axe no I, I can it's, it's literally it, yeah. a Kong species made axe that's fine and there's a and sh- it's just a bone anyway so, yeah, yeah it's a bone with a fucking Godzilla skin yeah. in it but so like the, the the way the fight ends again spoiler alert but I'm saving y'all some fucking time in this movie is you see Godzilla charge up his breath as Kong's like trying to hit Mechagodzilla with the fucking axe, doing like some weird Viking fucking chops with it. And he shoots it. He shoots his atomic breath into the scale. The scale powers up and he fucking cuts God's- Mechagodzilla up. That, that's Avengers. How is- Avengers didn't power anything up. No. You would have Iron Man that is and the Cap Captain with the America fucking, like, redirect with the shield yeah, that's, redirecting that's just Iron Man. That's been in the comics for ages. Redirecting Iron Man's shield. But when was the last time you saw it? 5 6 years ago when Avengers came yeah, up. But that's fine. I get that because they go out of the way to show that well, Godzilla's breath can this. power the the even though they can talk, they're still basically big dumb animals. Yeah. So why do they stop fighting with each other? Because Godzilla wins. Godzilla Oh, there's rules. So the way or did Kong just say I'm fucking tired? I'll, I'll be back. No, Kong was actively dying. So Godzilla no, was like, no. "You're but fucking then, done. I am." But the then alpha. through the power of love, no. So the power of the fucking power scientific of, bullshit, the power of like, through the power of like, <laughs> he got back up and fought, and they kicked me- Mega Godzilla Gura's ass. Yeah. Right. Then after that, why wouldn't they just go back at each other? Because what caused him to go? Okay, buddy, see you next Tuesday. I mean, what was that? Because got King Kong... And I didn't mean to make a... a I meant, see you next Wednesday. Let's, let's say that. King. So, Godzilla is the alpha up top in our world. Kong wants to go back to the Hollow Earth. But that's where all the snake people are. All the snake people? What? That's where the snake people come from in Skull Island. Yeah, they come up through those... Through the yeah, they thing. come but from But if he's down there, he can stop it. Uh, so Kong is Kong is king of the hollow earth. He's the alpha of the hollow earth. And Godzilla is the alpha of up top. Well, let me ask you this. There is no end credit sequence. Does that mean no, there's no end legendary credit sequence, just said so I don't fuck know. the monster universe? Because After that where bullshit could they fight, go? I hope so. Where could they go with it? Um, well, they could go the route that they were like kind of angling for with making custom titans. Because in King of the Monsters... Next to none of the Toho monsters other than Godzilla, King Ghidorah, Mothra, and Rodan show up. Yeah, because They're my all... armadillo guy didn't show up. Yeah, Angiris. Angiris is there as a skeleton. So Angiris is there but not there. 
He's like a kind of cameo thing of his skeleton. They could have gave him a flashback. Could have. But so like most of the Titans that they showed for King of the Monsters are ones that Legendary came up with. So like the the, the Skull Lizard things, those are from Legendary. Um, the Mudos are from Legendary. Oh, wait. The Mudos are those first ones? Yeah. I won't give him points for that, but I'll give him points for the Lizard ones. Yeah. So like, lizard and, ones look cool, but those first ones just look Yeah, well, the Mudos, it was like, eh, okay. It's something for Godzilla to fight, I guess. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, so next to none of the Toho, Toei monsters are there because Legendary... Even when they did King of the Monsters, wasn't sure on how the reception would be, if they would even get to get to Kong versus Godzilla. But with Kong versus Godzilla, I think they kind of just gave up. But it's doing gangbusters. It's doing well. It's, it's, it's making as much money as any pandemic movie's made yeah. so far. It said, fuck you, New Mutants, and kick, that, well, kick their ass New out. New Mutants was doomed from the get-go. No, New Mutants made a lot of fucking money because of the pandemic. Because for... Yeah. It, it was in a theater for three months. <laughs> in regular society, before pandemic, it would have lasted Couple maybe weeks. two weeks. Yeah, maybe Although, if it didn't get cut short in its first week. Well, the only movie that ever got that was a Gary Shanley movie, like what planet are you from? It's called. Um. Get canceled after three days. <laughs> they threw that shit out. Like, no, get away from me. I thought Smurfs also got thrown out. No, uh, it had uh, nobody like fucking Harris. Smurfs. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris and the Smurfs. Yeah, Neil Patrick, they made Neil Patrick a Harris one. and um, Hank They Azaria. made three of them. There's yeah, three, there's three of, them. of them, but the other two didn't make it to fucking cinema. Yeah, but that, the Smurfs is big, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just, I hated it. Like, I was with it until the third act with the fight against Mechagodzilla. That's where it just completely pulled me out of the fucking movie. Fucking hated it. The fight was bullshit. Like, the ending was kind of cool because you get Kong just fucking shit up with that axe. And then it gave Kong a good a good ending. He's down in the Hollow Earth. They're also they you know they can now safely go back and forth from the Hollow. Yeah, but Earth. can that little uh, Eloy girl live down there? Yeah, it's it's a complete habitable zone. It's oh, just okay. full of titans and other monsters like the skull things. The very least they could have done is given her a winged helmet, since it is a DC movie. And they're in the and they're in the middle. Of the, they're in the hollow earth. They should have gave her a three fifty seven magnum and a goddamn winged helmet. Nobody would have got it except me and like the other guy that reads Warlord. We would have loved it. But most but think about it, most audience like you. You yeah. would have watched it. And said, that's a pretty uh, snazzy helmet. No, and that's a cool I gun. Been like why the fuck are they giving this fucking like ten year old a fucking gun? The winged helmet. I could kind of go. Okay, maybe they're going for. One of the Titans down there is a oh, wing thing. Wait whatever. a minute, no. Kong's American, so he's pro-gun control. No, he's pro-gun. He's part of the NRA. Yeah, no. Hey, I'm sorry. No. He's part of America. No. No, he's not. He's not even American. He was just brought to America no. in the old movies. He was a He's a product of America. Whether he lived on an island somewhere or not, he was born in America, sir. Ray <laughs> Hurryhausen birthed his ass in America. He was a New Yorker. Fuck off. <laughs> That's all I got for that. Fuck off. But no, so, ugh. And it, you don't get, it, it fucking pains me that I have to say I hate a Godzilla movie. Because I've seen every Godzilla movie, every spinoff. I've even watched the goddamn North Korean bootleg Godzilla movie, Godzilla movie where they kidnapped a fucking director, one of, the, or one of the producers from a Godzilla film, literally kidnapped the son of a bitch and forced him to make the movie. That's awesome. Where where did I get to see this? You got to find it. It's uh, uh, I'll I'll text you the title of it, but it's literally like 
the North Korean knockoff of Godzilla that they kidnapped and tortured a director or a producer or whatever. But they made. made their own Godzilla and everything. Wait, was it a rubber suit one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was still a full-on costume. It was in the no, I, 70s. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know how far back. Oh, it was North in the Korea 70s. Was doing that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, there's a, been a lot of Godzilla knockoffs. Wait, did they, le- did they let him go after they kidnapped him? I'd have to relook at the story, but I'm unsure at this point. I'm wondering. They, but that'd be a cool story if they just kidnapped him, forced him to make the Godzilla <laughs> movie, and say, get the fuck out the country. We got our movie. I, like I said, I don't know how it ended. All I know is that North Korea kidnapped the motherfucker to make, and forced him to make a Godzilla movie for him. See, that's a terrorist film I need to see. <laughs> fuck this Argo. Oh, well, I can't, I can't say fuck that because it's based on real events. Yeah. But, uh, okay, well then fuck uh, the Steven Seagal, Kurt Russell movie. Fuck that movie. I want to see the <laughs> fake Godzilla movie. I want to see Ben Affleck with his camera crew go save that guy. <laughs> I would honestly love to see a documentary about that, but North Korea is so fucking strict about what can and can't be done with their shit that that will throw a fucking fit. Oh, I know, because that awful interview movie was... Uh, oh, yeah, it got canceled then. But before it even started, it got canceled. No, before it, no, it was done. It was ready to go to theaters. Yeah, Korea, North Korea threw shit fit, so they said fine. So they were threatening to sue the the studio over. Said fine, we won't release it. And then they secretly, then they like was like in like very very tiny print in theaters, and then just said here you go, streaming services. I secretly think, and this is a conspiracy theory, and it's my conspiracy theory, and I'm gonna go that to they the, knew the movie was gonna it. bomb, so they made no. it up. Yeah, I think they just had a deal with uh, Kim Jong Il. Like, hey, man, just I don't think it say you been... fucking hate that movie. And because think about it, it. Had he not hated that movie, would anybody have seen that fucking movie? No. No, they wouldn't I, have. I'm a Well, huge... I mean, okay, no. People would because of James Franco and- um, No, I was a huge movie geek. And, and Seth I never Rogen. heard of that movie. I, I'm the guy who gets pissed off if I don't get to see every single trailer. And I still didn't know anything about that movie until- Kim Jong Il. No, or, I knew. If the like, if I knew. That, that's how you say his name. I, I'm probably it was, got a death yeah, walk towards me now. But uh, nobody would have known about that movie had he not no, said. No, people knew about the movie because it was on my radar. Because I was like, okay, this is going to be like fucking Pineapple Express, except dealing with fucking North Korea. Oh, maybe that's it. Because I, you compared to Pineapple Express, I'll run. <laughs> but then the controversy, and for me, it's always been weird because I'm, it's like. Dennis Rodman is one of the fucking North Korea's leaders, like, best friends. He could have fucking smoothed that shit over. He could have been like, look, just let him release the movie. Say you want to cut. They'll give you a couple grand, a couple million, whatever, and call Wait it a Wait a minute. Day. Yeah. What the fuck? Why isn't there Dennis Rodman North Korean movies? He made a couple in America. That's just it. North Korean, we don't know what they have over there because they have such strict laws about what can leave the country. Oh, so he might have a whole film career out there. He might. He might be the Bruce Lee of North Korea. <laughs> He's like Bruce Lee was the Bruce Lee of America. Yeah, I guess I don't know how to, but you know what I mean. The yeah. guy who came over and won us over. Yeah, could be. I don't know. I don't, you, it's so hard to get things out of North. Like everything that we know that comes out of North Korea is either from our spy networks, or from the very limited um, access that's given to like photographers and reporters who have to jump through all these hoops just to get. Access and it's not even true access because everything in it is staged. Like you're you're led by politicians and military escorts to certain locations. Honestly, as much as I would love for there to be a secret, a secret movie, I don't think I think they would be boasting about that. Look what we took from you, America, the great actor from Double Team, because that's what it was. (laughs) I I had to look it up with Jean Claude Van Damme. It's better than that fucking penguin death movie. 
penguin Fuck death movie. movie. Sudden death, where he fights a goddamn penguin mascot. Oh. He beats up some lady and then <laughs> throws her in the fryer. Jesus. Yeah. It was, well, I don't know if she was a lady. She might have been a guy, but most mascots are ladies. Uh, No, not really. The short ones are, usually. No, you just find oh, okay. Well, people. like it's 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 mixed. Definitely, there are you know female mascots out there, but mostly most times it's just like mixed with like who's doing what. The point is, if you ever want to see John Claude fight a furry, then sudden death is for you. And and honestly, that's the only good part of the movie. You really just need to YouTube that one moment <laughs> in sudden death, and you've seen it. And this is coming from a guy who watched uh, John Claude movies. Time yeah. Cop, still one of my favorite. Yeah, movies. Time Cop was a good one. Yeah, John Claude Van Damme used to be good. Uh just talking about Jean-Claude Van Damme. I probably pulled, brought this up before on the podcast, but he was the original alien in Predator. Yeah, I read about that. fucking but, suit. But it also looked like a duck, they said. Yeah, oh, it looked I'm terrible. I've, see, I've seen that. the photos. It was. Oh, it, I haven't seen the photos. So because to, to achieve the effect that they were going for with like the, when it's, when uh, Predator was cloaked, the suit that he was in was bright fucking pink. So that they could key it out and put that effect over mm-hmm. it. But it basically just looked like a giant... It basically looked like the Shrieker if the Shrieker had arms that were claws. Oh, okay. That's well, what it really looked like. But yeah, well, I, I me, see the duck comparison, though. Let me out trivia you, then. All right. Who did play the Predator? Oh, I forget his name, but he was like it's, some big dude. It's the guy from... The Misfits of Science. What the fuck is The Misfits of Science? Oh man, fucking one of the best. That's a fucking rabbit hole that I know. It's way beyond that. Is not me. a rabbit hole. That is a reason between Mr. Science, science fucking phone. and He Man. Oh, well, that's because my phone's agreeing with me. <laughs> it's, it's beeping up saying, yeah. Because, see, I, I speak Apple. You don't. Thankfully. It's like a droid. It, it beeps and I know what it's saying. And it beeped to me that, yes, Courtney Cox would have never been on Friends if not for Misfits of Science and Masters of the Universe. Oh, yeah, she was in Masters of the Universe. No, but you never saw Misfits of Science? No. That, that is a staple. That is what I've everybody never has it, to watch before they die. Okay, look. They I, literally I, had that playing <laughs> at rest homes just in case somebody's going to die. They at least see one episode of that before they die. So I, while I've never seen Misfits of Science, Masters of the Universe and Howard the Duck are two of my favorite fucking movies, so figure that one out. According to Cox, was in Howard the Duck. Just need to be. That was Leah I'm Thompson. just saying, those are two shitty fucking. Oh, and there you go. Movies that should have never been fucking made. Yeah, no, just for the duck titties alone. And look, it's titties, titties, no. tits, man. To, to to once again, to plug another podcast because there are other people than us. Not not many, just a couple. <laughs> uh, now playing, did a Howard the Duck thing, and they had a guy who never saw it before. And who, he's like, who about hates the duck titties? superhero movies. And that is the first superhero movie they showed. I wouldn't exactly classify Howard the Duck as a superhero. It's it's Marvel. Yeah, it's no, Marvel. But that, that's mainly what he was asking throughout the entire thing. Um, I forget. <laughs> shit. Stewart, I think is the guy's name. Anyway, Stewart kept on asking, like, wait, how the fuck does Howard the Duck, how does Howard the Duck, Man-Thing, how does that fit in with the fucking Avengers? How are they all in the same world? Like, it was actually blowing his mind. Like, he he could not figure out <laughs> well, well, what the fuck this had to do well, with Captain o- America. Well, the OG Howard the Duck wasn't MCU. It was the first Marvel theatrical release. And it's a George Lucas Oh, it's film. MCU. That Seth Green motherfucker, all that looks like is a uh, Howard Duck with a lap ring. He lost a little <laughs> bit of weight, but that's fucking Howard the Duck. Yeah, but because it's not no, that Howard no, the Duck. No, that Howard the Duck had the same brown pants. Because Howard the Duck wears brown pants. 
And that's Howard the Duck's wearing the same outfit since Why the fucking seventies. He's wearing pants because Disney almost sued him. Well, they did threaten to because sue him. Because it looked too much like Donald Duck. Too much like Donald Duck. Well, they fucking own him now. Take the pants off. No, now it would just be weird. No. We've had, since, we've had like 50, 60 years of Howard the Duck in pants. He had pants, button-down shirt, tie, and every now and again the stupid fucking uh, noir detective hat. Well, they're not the doing jack trilby. shit with Donald. Fuck it. Just make it his cousin Donald. Put Donald in MCU. No, because then you're going to run into the whole Howard the Duck, Destroyer Duck thing. That'd be fucking amazing. I would honestly love to see Howard the Duck versus Destroyer Duck. Where's my Duck World movie? <laughs> I I need shit explained. I need to know why. Why George Lucas showed me. Why George Lucas was so impassioned with a project <laughs> that he had to show me duck titties. Why? Because, honestly... I want to say, and this isn't an official response, this is what I think, because the only movies he had ever fucking done to that point were fucking Star Wars and Indiana fucking Jones, where he couldn't get away with fucking anything. He was like, fuck it, I have a budget for this, because how did that cost more than fucking Return of the Jedi to make? Oh, that's awful. Yeah, it costs more than Return of the Jedi. George Lucas spent so much money on that movie, and it's so much worse than Return of the Jedi. Uh, without it, you wouldn't have Tim Robbins. You wouldn't have Shawshank Redemption. Eh, I don't really care. It's Tim Robbins. Who cares? I didn't hate Shawshank Redemption. Eh, I don't hate it, but I don't like it either. I just don't think you like Stephen King. I don't okay. like Stephen King movies. The but books let me, okay, are great. Let me answer this. He can do whatever he wants. That's fine. Yeah, so he, he's like, hey, cool. No. I have no restrictions. Duck tits. He had him reading a play duck. Yeah. I think it was called play yeah, duck. It was play duck. And this showed that naked one. Mm -hmm. That's fine. There was no need, and oh, one, there was need. he fucking stole that from Commando anyway. <laughs> so maybe George Lucas is a huge Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. Or he's a furry. No, that that's just straight out. I, honestly, I think he watched Commando and then made Howard the Duck. And said, I mean, that's Why how not? we got Star Wars was he wanted to do Dune, and they said no, so fine, I'll make Dune, my own Dune, but with laser swords. Yeah, you constantly remind me that. It makes me sad every time, because I would love to see a George Lucas Dune. Fuck Star Ugh. Wars. Fuck you, Luke Skywalker and Chewbacca bullshit. Show, I mean, me, some, the show me some is space the lizards. That's all worm. I want. Sand lizards, sorry. Show me some spice lizards. <laughs> That's fine. Fuck your Chewbacca's. I mean, come on. Think about it. Look at all the shit in Star Wars that is a direct ripoff or parody from Dune. Which one's Sting? Ah, Han Solo. I don't know. No. No. <laughs> I'll give you the fat guy could be Jabba the Hutt. Well, I mean, in the, it was originally supposed to be just a fat guy. Yeah, it was. For Jabba. So for those who... I wonder if I can get away with cosplay. For those who that. thankfully have never seen the special editions where the original Jabba the Hutt was just a fat dude in a fur vest. See, that's why I wish we lived in a northern state where it's a little bit colder because I could cosplay that. Yeah. Because that's all he was was a fur... But if I try to cosplay that in this yeah. fucking 100 degree weather... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm dying. Yeah, yeah, because it, it was originally a cut scene... Where Han was talking with Jabba, and it's literally just some fat dude in a fucking fur vest. But wait, and then they changed it to a I worm. I saw later. the special edition; it looked just like Jabba from Return of the Jedi. Maybe after the third revision, it did. No, the special edition. He just pasted a lizard over the fat guy. <laughs> yeah, and then the the whole digital walk over the fucking. <laughs> Yeah, oh is so God. bad. So much bad in that. He, so fucking he bad. He slaughtered his, I don't know. 
He he wastes so much potential. That's like when people get pissed off at smart people that use drugs and they waste all their potential. Or Jimi Hendrix vomiting and killing himself when mm-hmm. he could have made another. He could have been like the Stones and lived another 40, 50 years and made music that nobody fucking gave a shit about. <laughs> but at least he's still making music. He wasted his potential. That George Lucas wasted his potential. Yeah. So my, after Return of the Jedi, you don't understand, after Return of the Jedi, he was saying, oh yeah, every three years I'm going to make one, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Uh-huh. No, he didn't do any of that shit. Waited like and I'm not years. giving him credit for Raiders of the Lost Ark. I no, that was a Spielberg. He is the Stan Lee of that shit. Yeah. Him and Spielberg had the idea and he just basically put yeah. his name George on Lucas's it. George Lucas' idea was, uh, I think it's in the 40s. <laughs> all right, let's go with it. No, it's like, hey, let's make an adventure movie based in the 40s around, you know, the treasure hunting and all that. And then, George, and then uh, Spielberg was like, yeah, let me get someone to write that up. Yeah, because I guarantee you, George Lucas is some total to the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is I like rocks, <laughs> and that's it. I really think it had more to do with the fact that he had uh, industrial light and magic, and everyone needed to use it. So he's like, "Yeah, put my name on that." Yeah. Okay. I, well, then I give him no credit for that. <laughs> Steven Spielberg for the win. Although Steven Spielberg, even though I liked parts of it, Steven Spielberg did make Crystal Skull. See, I liked Crystal Skull. It had. You 30, hate it of 30 minutes Buff. of good stuff? Oh, yeah, definitely hate it for him. <laughs> you could give me a super cut without him in the entire thing, and I have not, you don't miss anything in the plot. Nothing nothing changes in that movie at all. Just Indy will every once in a while talking about Mutt. Hey, he's got a dog. <laughs> and, and, and if Shia LaBeouf becomes the next Indy, fuck that. Because Steven Spielberg is making another <laughs> Indiana Jones. And which hopefully Indy will die. Oh, wait. No, Indy drank from the grail, didn't he? Um, No. No, I thought he gave it to his dad. No, no, he did. I don't know. He picked the right cup. Yeah, he picked the right cup. I don't You can I don't only remember. pick the right cup from drinking from it, though. So he drank a little bit from it, then gave it to his dad. So he would so he's fucking immortal. immortal. Yeah, but it sucks, though, because you still age. Ah. Yeah. Like, yeah no, nobody I, wants to see Indiana Jones with a fucking wheelie walker going. Where's my whip? The I gotta fuck fight I the Nazis. I still want to see another Dirty Harry before Clint Eastwood dies. <laughs> fuck that mule shit. Oh, I'm driving. No, fuck you. Start blowing away some people. Unless I haven't seen the mule. Maybe that's how it is. Maybe it ends with him flashing a, uh, a badge Eastwood's with a 357 magazine. Because that's, cause yeah. that's uh, Michael Chiklis. No, it's Clint Eastwood. He's the mule. He's like a drug mule. We might be thinking of different TV shows then. No, it's not a TV show. Oh, something of a TV is, show with Michael Chiklis where he's a where called he's a the mule? mule. I think so. I don't think so, sir. There's no ordinary heroes or no ordinary family, <laughs> but there's no mules in that one, sir. No, this is going back to Michael Chiklis doing dark shit. Oh, I don't know. That's everything after the Shield. No, because he had Fantastic Four and yeah, that was pretty dark. No, the second one was. It's, it's pretty dark that they made that shit. <laughs> No, I'll give the no, second one. When it came out, second I Second one like... wins uh, forever because of the Silver Surfer and Johnny Storm fight. Eh, the special effects were good. The fight was good. Everything was good. I'll give you that, but there's only one part of that shit show. Like when the first Fantastic Four came out, when it came out, it was okay. It has since aged so poorly, and there has been such better acting from everyone involved that you're like, fucking why? No, it came out pre-MCU, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's the only reason it was okay, because it's all we could cling to. No, because we had Blade. Nobody mm. knew Blade was a Marvel uh, property until probably five years ago 
when Black Panther came out and everybody goes, hey, the first African-American superhero having his own oh, movie. Don't, oh, I hated that so yeah, much. Yeah, but no. And then Honest Trailers came out and said, uh, no. No, you, Blade had, did you this. had Blade, yeah. you had Spawn, you had... Um, I heard Blade. Blank Man, which uh, Blank was more Man. of a comedy than anything. I'll give you but, Blank you know, Man. Uh, Meteor Man, which was more of a comedy right. than anything. Meteor Although Man. Although I did like... Meteor Man was actually really good. Three good examples. No, four. There's... Uh, no, you I... Forgot the, you, forgot the, you forgot Spawn. Granted, the, uh, CG, no, I didn't. Does, the CG does not... Yeah, know, the mule. He's like a drug... He's, yeah. he's a nine-year-old uh, drug mule. Yeah, look up the Michael Chiklis one. I don't know who Michael Chiklis is, sir. The Shield. Vic Mackey. I've never heard of the commish. The, yeah, the commish when he actually had hair. I've seen a couple episodes of that. That's a great show, too. Yeah, like I like what I saw, but yeah. I just need to get back to it. There's just so it's much basically like Blue Bloods without the family. Yeah, and with a bit more lightheartedness in there. No, Blue Bloods is very No, Blue Bloods funny is movie. not fucking lighthearted. Funny, I'm laughing my ass. Well, actually, for- uh, If it's unintentionally funny, that doesn't count. No, the one character, uh, what's his face from New Kids on the Block, does a great job as Danny Reagan. Danny Wahlberg? Yeah. The Wahlberg that doesn't talk to plants. No, he's the one that's married to the fucking idiot Jenny anti-vaxxer. McCarthy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the hey. anti-vaxxer who tried to blame hey. vaccines on her kid being sick. She looks beautiful. I don't the care. The fuck she does. If I started dating Salma Hayek and she all of a sudden thought, started talking to me about the flat earth, I would go, you know what? I never thought of it that way. I'd rather flat earthers than anti-vaxxers. Well, I'm not defending her. I'm just saying beauty wins for <laughs> no. some guys. For some guys, yes, honestly, I'll give you that. Donnie Wahlberg, was he living off his fame? Yeah. No. Dude, we're no. talking about fucking new kids on the block get together every 10 fucking years to do a goddamn fucking concert But series. there's no groupies coming to his door anymore. Want to fucking bet? No. Plus, he's got the whole very successful fucking hamburger chain, Wahlburgers. A very successful or just successful because guys don't TV show. No. I've not seen one of those restaurants anywhere. Because they're be only in that one fucking city. Oh. Not ev- not everything is like a fucking Whataburger. Oh, they're like a Raisin Cane's? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're in like Jersey or something like that. What was I looking up? The Michael Chiklis show. Oh, okay. Oh, I think it might be called Coyote or something. No, you can't change it, sir. I'm saying you get ca- you can't just choose another animal. Yeah, what? Okay, <laughs> maybe it was Francis the talking mule goes to college. No, called the mule. I'm just saying that's that's a, that's a real movie. Yeah, the mule and there's, I Francis the talking mule goes to college is a real fucking. Movie. I hate that you know something like that. Yes, I've seen it. I've watched it. I feel bad for you that you've seen it. Best football movie ever. Oh God, it's a football movie. Yeah, he, no. that's how he gets into college. Come on, man. No, and the correct answer to, to best football movie ever is The Replacements. No, I, I go with The Talking Mule. I, I don't know if he talked. No, I go with Keanu I think you just time. kick a nope, football. Give me Keanu any, any day. Nah, I don't Keanu, G, Gene Hackman, come on. In Seven Ronin, if there was a Talking Mule doing all that ninja stuff, I'd watch it more. I would want to watch it more. <laughs> I haven't watched 47 Ronin. It's Although, actually, it's actually pretty good. You say it's good, but the internet says get the fuck away from me with that. Yeah, the internet says get the fuck away from me from oh, no, a lot I know. of shit. I'm, I'm not taking the internet's word for it because I had no desire to see it. Me either until you start, until I met you and you started bitching about fucking Keanu every fucking day. Exactly. He makes, he's, he's 50-50. No. Like Nicolas Cage is 99%. No. Although I haven't found the 1%. Oh, oh that's what I wanted to bitch about. Fuck jujitsu. I fucking watched jiu-jitsu. it. You said it was good. No, I didn't. I said I was watching it and I stopped texting after that because I damn near had an aneurysm with that bullshit. It is Coyote. You're right. But what TV channel is it on? It's on Netflix. 
Oh, oh, um, the Coyote. I want to. Oh, say, Paramount. Yeah, it's on Paramount. Oh, okay. So it'll probably be on like NBC or whatever. When I'm done with my seasons ten and eleven of Blue Bloods, <laughs> I'll watch Coyote. Well, I think Coyote just started airing, so you got time. Okay, so what's wrong with Jujutsu, dude? Okay, okay. Well, no, so let we, me no, let me ask we've you. We've seen this. the trailer. What is wrong with the Nicolas Cage parts of Jujutsu? He does nothing. He literally does nothing. Oh, so it's like Outcast with the uh, fucking Anakin. Sure. You never saw that one? No. Yeah. So he does fucking nothing until like close to the end of the movie when he reveals that he's the fucking chosen one's dad. And he has like one fight where he dies. But is it a kick-ass fight? No. It's a cool fight? No. None of the fights in that are kick-ass or cool. Uh, I think I, I give points just, just like I give secret okay. points nah, because nah, it's nah, got nah, Jeff nah. Bridges in it. Nah, hang on. I will give this one points. Hang on. So, okay. You know how we both said it was a Power Rangers movie? Power Rangers fight scenes are better than this movie's fight scenes. Uh, that's not saying much. No, it's saying a lot. Because po- American Power Rangers fight scenes, that not the ones that are taken from Super Sentai, but the ones that we have to film, are garbage. And this was worse than that. How could it possibly be worse? What were they doing that was bad? Not jujitsu. It's not jujitsu. It's space jujitsu. It's different. It's still fucking bullshit as fuck. Like no, I swear, nobody can fight in this fucking movie. First of all, because there's no actual real like martial arts happening. It's all it, it, okay. So you know how when the martial arts movies were just huge and blowing up in America. I'm not talking about the like old school Akira Kurosawa films where you actually had people with talent doing these things. But we're talking like Bulletproof Monk. Uh, uh, no, Don't put down Philip I'm putting down the fight scenes in that. I love the fight scenes in that. <sighs> Shawn Michael Scott's greatest work. Wait, I actually got that right. I should have said Stifler, but I think I got yeah. the actual name right. I, I'm honestly drawing a blank. I can't remember his name. But no, so like whenever we have an American Kung Fu movie, it's just bullshit. You, you see that nobody's actually landing blows. The camera work is all wrong. It just doesn't make you believe the fight. Whereas if you watch like the old uh, Kurosawa films, like yeah, you know they're missing the shots, the the hits. It's all stage hits, but they do the camel work right, where it looks like they're actually hitting them. This is like watching current WWE wrestling, where you can see that they're not actually doing anything. It's the power of the wind of the punch. No, is there chi? No, is coming out. They never their knuckles. once bring up chi. There's no special abilities. There, it's just literally. Oh, you have been trained your whole life to fight this alien dude that shows up every seven years or every six years, some stupid shit like that, through this intergalactic wormhole, which is a ripoff of fucking Stargate. Don't don't put down Stargate. I'm not. I'm saying this is a ripoff of Stargate. That is a rip get rip off a of Predator. The alien they're fighting is a predator. No. It's a fucking dude in a suit. No, but I mean, it's got no. the invisible... Yeah, he's got cloaking it. technology. Yeah. Eh. Eh. That's the only thing predator-like of it, but that's such a trope now with alien tech is, oh, they have cloaking. It's like, eh, so do the fucking Romulans. Who cares? No, sir. The Romulans can cloak themselves. Just their shit. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. It's like, oh, whatever. And so... The whole movie is based on, and I'm saving everybody time on this, do not fucking watch this goddamn shitty movie. The whole premise is, every, seven, every six years, Alien Dude comes out for honorable combat with nine people. If you, if you lose and die with honor, he just goes away. 
If you break any of the rules or fight without honor, he will destroy the earth. Okay. He's setting ground rules. Yeah. I can get behind it. Why the fuck does the dude who makes the rules break all the fucking rules every goddamn time? Who made the rules? The alien. Well, the alien can break his own rules. No, because it's supposed to be he's here for honorable combat. But yet the motherfucker gets killed. Straight up murked on sight by a fucking 50 cal heavy machine gun. Straight up murked. Regenerates. Maybe it's a he, different nope, alien? Nope. No. Not different alien. Because you watch the fucking wounds. Cl- the dude had a hole in his chest the size of a fucking watermelon. It just closes up and heals and he re-wakes up, gets up. He's like, eh, whatever. Yeah, why, what's wrong with that? He's an unstoppable alien. No. How did they, they finally beat him? Let's ask that. They beat him by killing him by some other fucking means. It was so fucking stupid. Basically, they fucking, they did Stargate it, first of all. Because in the fight, so in, in the Stargate movie, how did they kill Ramses? Oh, they just shoved the nuke up his ass. They fucking took a hand grenade, shoved it in the hole they fucking made, and as he healed up, it healed up around the grenade and he blew up. They fucking stargated it. Yeah. Because if you're going to steal from a movie, steal from one of Kurt Russell's best. No, but if you got fucking, if that can kill him and he can't regenerate from that, but yet being blown to bits with fucking parts everywhere from a fucking 50 cal heavy, how the fuck can he regenerate from one but not the other? Because... He's been hit from 50 cal from the outside. So it's easier to regenerate that than if you get blown up from the inside. Either way, he's missing a fucking hole. He doesn't have a heart at that point. But the hand grenade blows him up from the inside. doesn't fucking matter. You're still dead. And you come back. And then the whole honorable combat thing. Oh, you must fight him one-on-one. And if he, if he defeats you, you must die with honor. This motherfucker gets his ass beat. And doesn't fucking die honorably. Or admit defeat honorably. And then they fucking break the rules by fucking fighting him more than one-on-one. Well, yeah, because once he doesn't follow the rules, they can feel free to break no, the rules. No, because the whole fucking movie, they're like, we got to follow those rules. Oh, we got to follow. Remember, if he beats you, must die uh, honorably. No, wait, I got, I got you on this one. What is the number one thing you can't do in Ghostbusters? Huh? What is the number one thing that Egon says from the beginning? Oh, don't cross the streams. Never, exactly. How did they beat the guy? Yeah, they crossed the street, but that's not exactly. a rule. Exactly. They that's crossed them, the no, rules. That was the, literally, they were willing to die to take out fucking Gozer the Gozerian. So Egan's like, look, our equipment isn't working. No, I call, Reverse the fucking streams. I call bullshit on that because Peter Vakeman would not have killed himself even honorably. Hey, he would have. He knew that shit would work. Otherwise, he never would have done it. Dude, if he understood anything about what was going on, he would not constantly be asking Ray to explain it in layman terms. Oh, he's just fucking with Ray. No, he's not. Peter Vakman, and this is the reason I love him, because he's a fucking coward. He is me. <laughs> if I was uh, 500 pounds thinner, I could pull off a good Bill Murray. <laughs> I wouldn't fight gophers, but I but would. But no, the, the whole thing, with, so your Ghostbusters analogy falls flat because they were like, okay, nothing works. We have one option, and you're not going to like it. And they're like, oh, no, not that. And he's like, yeah, we got to cross the streams. And even if Vakman didn't, all you got to do is cross Two of them. So at the end of Jiu-Jitsu, it was like, man, there's only one thing we're going to do. You're not going to like it. we got to team up. No. And zoop, no, zoop, zoop, zoop even, this alien. No, because it's even before the fucking final fight that they do that fucking two-on-one bullshit against the alien. Okay, well, how many how many people are fighting them at the end? All, uh, there's like three of them left. Okay. Is there any and reason? And some random army people. But is there any reason that those three have to fight them 
to get the hand grenade in the middle of them? Like, is it ever set up that they're distracting them or anything? No, they're just straight fighting them. Does somebody just randomly throws a hand grenade in the, no, in the well, middle? No, because of them? there's army guys there, so they have army equipment with them, like the hand grenades and no, shit. No, I know. But no, it's just like... Okay, well then this... The, it's just fucking stupid. The movie sucked. But the person that puts hand grenade in him, does it form around that guy's hand and he sacrifices himself? No. Well, then I don't no, know. No, there was no stakes to the final fight oh. with how they did it. It's like, uh, okay, this end fight, we're not going to die. So, whoop, here you go, hand grenade, boom. Okay. Oh, we beat Well, him. here's what you do. You've got seven Francis the Talking Mule, Mule movies. So you watch those seven movies. Why are there seven of these fucking monstrosities? It was the 50s, and they oh had nothing God. else to do. This is the age of the golden goose. No. And the cat from out of space. No. And all that. Nope, I'm out. No, I that tap. was in the 60s, I think. I tap. <laughs> wow, they made seven movies in seven years. There, this is the saw of the 50s. Oh, Oh, don't bring up those. That it, it, the first one's Ugh. Francis, and it goes to the races. Francis goes to West Point. <laughs> I got covers these animated the animated live action. No live action. Joins oh. the wax, so he uh, it probably pisses off women in that one. Uh, Francis in the Navy, and then last one, of course. Unfortunately, this one came first, and this is where Ghost of Mr. Chicken came from. Francis in the Haunted House. <laughs> but you know what? Fuck you. Don Knotts did that remake better. He did a better job than that talking mule. I don't know, but okay, that that's all that sounds silly, but at least the first one, had you not known about it and you just read the description, it says during World War II, a junior American officer, Lieutenant Peter Stringling, gets sent to the psychiatric ward where he insists an army mule named Francis speaks to him. That sounds like a fucking horror movie. That sounds like WB Frog shit. That sounds like it's good. <laughs> But unfortunately, I'm sure no, that WB Frog was straight up gaslighting that poor dude. Exactly, that's what Francis did. So if you like, if you like the WB Frog, no, you'll WB love Frog Francis was a the dick. talking mule. He's like, yeah, I can sing and dance, or plays dead. They okay. We got Ha Ha uh, that, that new yeah, comic, comic book. We got number three with the mime. He fucking talks to a little girl. Well, he mimes to a little girl because actually the entire issue is kind of cool. Uh, there's no dialogue because every once in a while there's like picture captions or something but that little girl shows him like a dead frog and then you see her little caption just has a musical note (laughs) so they had the WB frog in there (laughs) nice at least I thought the frog was dead it looked like it was dead nice so I'm telling you you gotta bring back what is he called WB Uh, he actually has a name I just don't remember what it is I could have sworn it was WB or something no no he has a name I just, for love of me, can't remember. Because like when I was in high school, when we were in biology class, I did that with the frog. And if someone said the name, I'm like, that's not his fucking name. He's like, yeah, it is. So I actually had to go and look it up a long time ago. No, so they didn't have the internet back then. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's Michigan J. Frog. Yeah, okay, yeah. Michigan J. Frog. I don't know where that first got introduced, though, the name. I don't think they but ever I do put remember it on that name. air, but it was like in the art books. Like they named it. What, ooh, what is that? Sorry, I clicked on Michigan. There we go. Let's go to Wikipedia. <laughs> the solid, most solid information okay. in the world. Well, I mean, for a lot of things, it actually is. It is, yeah. It's 100%. Like, right. I hate when people bitch about Wikipedia. It's like, well, if you go down to the footnotes section to see where they're getting the references from, if they have legitimate references in there, the info is fucking legit. Wait, there's a sequel to the Michigan J. Frog? Dude, there's like six of those cartoons. No, I know he's shown up, but I never... Oh, my God. <laughs> See, the fucking Android phone did that. Yeah, the Android phone. It's on the camera. 
The Android yeah. phone saved no, your No, my Android iPhone. phone attacked it. It was like pulled it no. right out of my hands. No, if that if that Android phone wasn't there, your phone would have cracked. I don't think so. Oh, I know so. But all I know is, wow, it says the character is based on old Rip the Horned Toad. What the fuck is that? Oh, you found a rabbit hole. That's a real toad. Okay. Uh, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't know what the fuck this is. Me Th- either. This is some kind of Rip Van Winkle shit. This frog became famous because it slept for 31 years. Oh, okay. Let's see. A live horned lizard was produced allegedly from within the time capsule. Mm. So, okay, that's where they get... He's based off the actual lizard. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, now I do doubt Wikipedia because it says the lizard became a celebrity and went on tour... Even being taken to Washington, D.C. to meet President Calvin Coolidge. I mean, I believe it. No, it's a fucking horned toad. Yeah, I, I that mean, survived 31 years I in a fucking time capsule. what is legitimately, back then at least, the most powerful position in the world. I can fucking do whatever the fuck I want. Fuck why I'm going to talk to a horned toad. For press. No. Yeah. I'm the goddamn president. Yeah, elected I officials have to hookers. do press for fuck to keep their image up. I can bang hookers in my Abraham Lincoln tunnels. I don't have time to be talking to horn toad. You may think that, but if you want to stay good in the public's eye, you do that press bullshit. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you invite the fucking winning team of the sports to come to the White House for a meal. And then chat it up with the president. That's why you have the fucking press banquets and the fucking balls and all that shit. Because you have to keep up your fucking appearances while banging hookers in the Lincoln Tunnels. And you want to hear something creepy? What? The Lincoln Tunnels are real and there's dead no. hookers down there? Oh, there probably is that. I don't care about that. Uh, fuck those hookers. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> um, no, in 1973, his body was stolen and never recovered. Who else was born in 1973? Me. Coincidence? So I think not. It. No, I mean, I think I I, I might be, tra- uh, <laughs> what's that called, channeling? I might be channeling old Ripley, or whatever the fuck his <laughs> name is. I don't even know what my own name is. Old Rip. Oh, duh, Rip, Rip Van Winkle. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I didn't realize that's because of Rip Van Winkle. Well, see, the thing is that, the, the problem with that is, Shane, you don't sleep. I sleep all the time, sir. When? Like ride home. You don't understand how many times I almost got an accident. It's all your fault, sir. Keep me up late. Oh, and fine. You know what? To not keep you up late, that's the end of the episode, everyone. No. This has been Two Geek Debate. We have been your hosts, Justin and No, apparently. And and Bob, or as you may know me now, Old Rip. Or by your real name, Shane. No. Look, I'm not Alan Ladd. (laughs) And we are... Out.